Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, baseball fans, the game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, and the results are good again tonight. A 5-1 Brewers victory. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. There's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. The Brewers get game two, and they go after the sweep tomorrow. They've won five of their last six games, and... uh, a 26-14 and 14 mark. They've won 26 of the first 40 here in the 2022 championship season. If you equate the numbers, roughly 25%. I think it's safe to say it's 25%. You can mathematically fact-check me on that, and you will find that, well, technically it's not 25% of the season until like the third inning with one out tomorrow. I think you could, I in theory, do that, but... Let's let's not split hairs like that. It's 25% of the season, 26 victories thus far, and that's going to times four. You just equate that out, that's 104 victories is what this team is pacing right now. And it really, uh, I did hear American Family Field, Evan and I were just talking about it before the uh, game ended, that it seemed lively in there. It seemed like a, uh, a crowd that was into it, 34,000. Just under 35,000, 34,837 uh, in the park tonight to enjoy a 5-1 victory. But they seem lively, and I think maybe, just maybe, it's starting to catch on, Evan. It did seem like the crowd was digging tonight's game. Really did. And it's and good so- to see. I mean, we've seen some crowds in, like, the low 20s, some high teens for a couple of those, like, Reds games. It's good to see that now that summer's kind of in swing, we're in college graduation season, high school graduation's coming soon. We're going to see a little bit better. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of families coming out to AmFam this summer, and it's such a great thing to know that that's going to happen. Yeah, and they're going to head on the road starting Monday for a good chunk of games, 11 games in 10 days. But you look at the schedule, if you if you take a peek down the line here a little bit in in the overall season, I mean, there are a ton of home games in the second half of this season. Just a a ton. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a fun summer. And really, after forty games here, 
it does it feel like it's a, a special thing that's brewing here this year? Does it feel like a special season is starting to cook a little bit here? That's that's your call. I mean, that really is something that you can say, well, it's a little early yet for that, but it is still it's it's a really good chunk of games here at uh, at 40 in the books, 25%, but does it just overall feel like it could be a special run here in the 2022 championship season? 414-799-1250. Want to get your thoughts on that and, and your reaction on the game as well. A standard operating procedure here uh, for this Brewers ball club this year just seems like, yeah, if they score a run early, then the games get into this holding pattern, right? They, they get into this... You know, th- that Brave series was like 0-0 for second inning, third inning, fourth inning, fifth inning, on a couple of consecutive nights. You know, last night it was just sitting there at, at two-zip, 0-0 early, and then it got two-zip after Rowdy's home run. Then it just sat there. A two-zip game is a game all the way until the final out is recorded. Same with tonight. You know, one-zip game yeah, on the McCutcheon leadoff home run, but then it just sort of sat there for a while, and it's like, well, what's going to happen here? Then it, then it got to two on the Rios home run, and, and it was, you know, a, a two-run game. It was a one-run game for a while, too, a two-to-one. But you're just thinking holding pattern here, and then the offense just gets that time. They, they just start working on things a little bit, and they finally get it done. It seems like that's the pattern that this team is in. so And that bodes very well for our excitement level during a game. For sure it does. Because it, it sort of makes us all as fans stay with these guys. Because one of the good traits to have, and every good team does it, every special season has it, and that is the the ability to come from behind, the ability to put things away late, the ability not to panic, not to buckle mid-game. And with this pitching, it's not surprising why these games are patterned out this way. Cuz it seems like that that's the kind of pattern this team is into. 4147991250 Brandon Woodruff lowered his ERA from 535 to 476. Okay, that's good. He went six innings tonight, allowed just the one run. I thought he'd bite off a little bit more of that ERA with a six-inning one-run performance, but uh, I I didn't invent math, but that's the way it shakes out. 476, still a little on the lofty side, and if six innings and one run only gets him down to 470, he's he's got a lot of work to do. He he really does. And is he as... um, is he as good as he has been the last couple of years? I think for now we can say no. There's a little regression there. But why? Well, I think it's because of foul balls. I do. I don't think there's a, uh, as much swing and a miss in, in Woody's game right now. I think he'll eventually put it together. Just seems to me that, man, there are some deep count at bats and got Guys are just laying off. They're just laying off some of his pitches. Uh, I noticed that early on in the season. In fact, in his first start in Chicago, I remember doing the show and saying, hey, anything off speed, they were just spitting on in Chicago. They were going after his fastball. His fastball was working. His changeup was not tonight. 
But it just seems to me that there's a lot of foul balls in Woody. But a good performance, though. Hey, if if, if this is the way it's going to be, we'll take a not great performance and go six innings of one run ball. But the main question here is we'll allow some fans to get out of American Family Field on a what turned out to be an okay Saturday night. I figured the weather would be a little bit worse than this, but uh, not too bad. But uh, roof closed, and, and it should have been. And uh, so, I, I, again, um, does it feel like a special season to you? This is totally subjective. This is a, this is you're looking for X's and O's, and we may have a, a few of those, like Evan has right now, statistically. Well, I have something that might sway your argument a little bit. At twenty six and fourteen, this comes from Adam McCalvey. At twenty six and fourteen, the Brewers are off to their best forty game start ever. Most wins at the quarter-ish mark in franchise history. I would go back to 2007, and I think that's probably the closest they got. I'm pretty it was, sure in 07 they were 24 and 10. It was a tie between 2014, 2009, and 07 at 25. Okay, yeah. And I know 07, they, they really got off to a good start. But this is a, again, guys, a st- totally subjective question here. In that, does it feel like something special is brewing and cooking in Milwaukee? Go ahead. Shoot holes through it if you want. It's okay. It's all right. We, we, can, we can go there. Is it too early to tell? Is it just across the board? Yes. Is it, oh, here it comes. I know what you're thinking. I know what some of you are thinking. <clears throat> it's the competition. That's what's making you feel special, Tim. Well, I'm well, I'm feeling special. I, I you know, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'll just say that it feels like it's 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 building and brewing in Milwaukee. And one of the biggest reasons I say that, this is subjective by me, is because I don't think they're playing great baseball. I don't think they're playing great baseball. I think they're playing good ball. They've cleaned up their defense quite a bit. They have in recent recent games here, especially on this homestand. Yeah, you had a catcher's interference tonight, but Luis Urias was outstanding with the glove tonight. He really was. He was he was remarkable, especially in what was it the first inning? I think it was the first inning. Made a couple of just gems defensively, but they're not playing. I don't believe they're playing their best baseball. That to me is the indication of a really special season. But you may think otherwise. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. The other thing I was thinking about tonight, we may get into this conversation later on, is uh, you guys have all been to American Family Field, Miller Park, whatever. Where, where's the best vantage point to sit? Where do you guys like to sit, Evan? When you go to a game, where do you like to sit at at the ball at the ballpark? Well, I'm slightly biased because my family, our season tickets have been section two sixteen, right underneath the uh, press box for pretty much as long as I've been alive. So I really like that view. I think the outfield, like straight dead center field where the standing room only, okay. that that is so good. But I feel like it is probably as close to center as you can get. I mean, the little kid in me says, I want to be first row. I just want to be first row. I want to be right inside the Brewers' dugout. <laughs> 
No, I mean that figuratively I mean, and literally. Well, yeah, that I, would be I, that would be the best seat in the house for I, sure. I, I've I've been in the dugout many many times, but uh, like inside in the stands, just inside toward home plate, that right there, right by that on deck circle, that first that corner seat, that to me, uh, or the uh, first row, right behind the Brewers dugout. You know, put your feet on the dugout sort of seats. But all of that on the table. But special is what we're talking about tonight. After a Brewers 5-1 to one victory, 799-1250, let's start things out with Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. Brewers get a win again. I'm sorry, Matt, you're, you're on the fan. Uh, it's Matt, actually. And ahead, I, Matt. I called last week, and I'm going to eat crow, Tim. Meet and crow. I was okay. the one that called about Jace Peterson. Okay, gotcha. Do you remember that last week? When I, 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 said, do. Uh, I, I do. I he, do. He was not good, and I'm eating crow tonight. Uh Hey, it's a long season. Why? What did Jace and, uh, do tonight to change your mind? Going zero for one? I, mean, I don't. I don't. No, know not tonight. But, okay. but throughout the week, he. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I coach baseball in high school, and uh, I uh, get spot starts on Brewers baseball. But he's hit some homers to win some games since the last week, and uh, uh, you were right. I was wrong. Jace yeah, Peterson. no, okay. Okay, do you hey, uh, I don't Matt, know if you let me let me I, I I certainly do, Matt. I I definitely do. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. Do you think it's a, a special season uh that's brewing that's cooking right now in Milwaukee? 100%. We like I can even with my phone call, I will say I am nitpicking things and it's a long season and it's okay the to do roster that. right now will not be the roster in October. <laughs> And uh, our pitching isn't even hitting on full cylinders right now mm-hmm. with Woodruff. And uh, I think we really got something going here. I yeah. really do. I nice. Really, 26. Really do. They've won 26 of their first 40 games. You prorate that yeah. out. Thanks for the call, Matt. Uh, prorate that out. It's 104 victories. I had them at 94 coming in, which is a really good year. I mean, their franchise mark in wins is 96. They had 95 last year. I mean, they're right there. If, if they didn't rest all their players, they were blown right by 96. 799-1250. Big Ron on the Odyssey app. Does it feel like something special is cooking? I do. I do. You know what this year reminds me of, Tim, is uh, back in 08, you know, um, the Brewers played out in Fenway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was at the game and I had really good seats, like between home base and the first base side, like kind of by where the owner sat. Right. And we opened up one of those games in that series. I, I can't remember who let off, like Ricky Weeks or Corey Hart or someone. And they hit home runs off John Lester. Mm-hmm. And then the second batter that came up hit another home run back-to-back off John Lester. And then Braun and Fielder were coming up. And I stood up. I was like, you know, I was like, I had these sweet seats, right? And I stood up, and I'm like, hey, Lester, get your head in the game. Our home run hitters are coming up now. (laughs) (laughs) And that really, truly was one of the most special seasons in Brewers history, not because of the ultimate success at the end of the year, 
it was because of the success of breaking that playoff drought. That really was a special season. I don't know if it's going to rank with 82, making it to the big dance, but it certainly, it ranks up there. Oh, it's definitely, yeah. I mean, no, you're right. I mean, I was nine years old in 82, so I remember that very well. You know, I can tell you the whole, you know, starting lineup from that team, but Look, I got some betting advice. I got some gambling advice for tomorrow. Shoot, real quick. Okay? Shoot. Yeah, real, real quick. So, uh, Peralta is pitching. He Now, the last two games, he's gotten over it a little bit, but he has historically had the yips in the first inning. Mm-hmm. So, there's a three-way bet you can make. You can, you can do an inning bet, and at the end of the first inning, you can bet whether um, – the Nationals, the Brewers, or or will it be a tie? And you'll you'll probably be able to get the Nationals at about plus six hundred or plus seven hundred, so six to seven to one. Take that, and then if that if that doesn't hit and he gets through it, then you take the under in the game because if he can get through the first inning, he usually yep. locks in and locks it down. Yes, he does. There's no doubt. And he he had a couple of base runners his last outing. And got through that and then locked it down. You're right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right, Big Ron. Thanks, dude. I appreciate the call. We'll talk all summer long. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. The subjective nature of this question is clearly that. But does it matter? If you, you think what you think, does it feel like a special season? They're twenty six and fourteen. No matter how you slice that. Even if you were playing Pittsburgh every night this year, it would still be impressive. 26 and 14. Put that into perspective. But they've played some teams. Six of these games were against the Atlanta Braves. Oh, by the way, the world champs. So you do have something to to test them with. There's no no doubt. Um, Marshall, let's go to you. Marshall, seems seem like it's going to be a special year here in 22. We don't have, there we go. Hello? There, go ahead, Marshall. Yeah, my allergy, as you can tell, is much better now. <laughs> That's where I've kind of been. I've been a little up and down in my health here in the last week, but I'm doing better. Um Great to, to great to hear your voices again and everything and and the question's very good. I think I, I, I don't want to go as get too far ahead of ourselves. However, twenty six and fourteen's impressive. The three years you've cited there, Evan. Thank you for your statistical knowledge there. Uh, I remember all those seasons and uh, uh, it's impressive. I didn't realize I had forgotten that. I knew oh seven we had the incredible start. Yeah. I remember that, but. Uh, uh, 26 and 14 is terrific, and yes, uh, and and you know, guys, when you talk about schedules, and I get real irked on this. This is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. You know, when people yell about schedules, and you know, oh, you haven't played anybody, or your draw, and yeah. one yeah. of my other loves, your draw in that sport was 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 main heaven. Well, sometimes you're a first or second seed in that sport. You're going to get you're going to get the fruits of an easy ride, you know, and and who cares? I mean, the schedule makers made this schedule a long time ago, and as you cited, Tim, we played the Braves six times. Um, we played this division already. 
I mean, not an easy division. I don't care what anybody says. The Reds are playing better here of late. Well, folks. look at St. Louis. St. Louis is right there too. You have Atlanta and St. Exactly. Louis. That's the, those. The, those are ten of your forty games. Exactly, guys. I mean, you know, this has not been the sisters of the poor. And as I like to tell friends of mine, we're not playing college and high school talent here, folks. We're playing major league talent Mm -hmm. here. So, uh, you know, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Mets, I'm sure they've had some quote-unquote easy patches here, if you will. Uh, So, you know, it cuts a lot of ways here. And I think that we just have to savor what we're in right now. I think it, I think we're going to have a terrific year. I had the round year win total. I was in the low 90s. We could do better than that this year. And when yeah. you look at this pitching staff, which I agree has not even hit on all cylinders yet, and you look at what they're doing, you, this, this lineup will be tweaked. I always say trust the brain trust. We did it last year with Adamas. We'll make the good moves this year. We're going to do fine as long as we stay healthy. That's the one thing in sports is the Bucks proved you can't predict. But as long as we're healthy, as long as all things are even, we're going to be a very tough outcome come September and October. And uh, as I always tell people, let's embrace this. You know, do you right, want to go right. back to the pre-08 days, folks? Come on. Uh, none of us do. So um, when, when we were, frankly, uh, I remember 02 and 03 when we were horrible. Yikes, and your last yes. question, guys, and what part of the park you like to be in? Well, I haven't been there in a while, although I've been there many times. Um, I, I've, I had company tickets when I worked in the fundraising business about 20 years ago on the third baseline. That was a treat and uh, that the owners gave us a couple times. And I've, I've seen games here and there behind the plate. Even I, I remember an exhibition game against the Cubs back in the late 90s that I saw uh, right behind home plate. I realize I can't do that every time, but those are really treat spots to watch yeah. in that stadium. But, uh, yeah. heck, yep. you're just in the park. Uh, that's probably good enough for me. But, anyway, <laughs> a lot you of guys people, Marshall. Hash thank away you. and appreciate the time as always. Yep, thank you. I, I mean, I dreamed of sitting down front. And there's probably, Evan, a lot of folks listening uh, right now that just simply – you know, the circumstance or situation just didn't come up to, to get down there on the infield in the front, you know, five, seven rows. I've it been is... lucky enough to only be in, the, like, that area behind home plate for maybe three innings in my entire life. And I've gone to, like, 20 games a year. Man, for years I used to just look at those seats and just wish and beg and sneak Tried to sneak down there several times, and ultimately I did figure out a system where it, where it worked a little bit. But to sit there legitimately through a whole game, man, a lot of people can't do that. I mean, I know where I don't want to sit. Well, now that the screens are up, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit better at that. But just outside, either dugout, about 10 rows up, man, you, are in the, you are in the line of fire for some heavy artillery. I mean, they're... Check swings can get you get you quick, let alone full swings. They get on you really quick. But All right, so a couple of things on the table there. Does it seem like a special season to you? C- completely subjective. Uh, I'm not going to try and back it up in any way, shape, or form uh, in terms of uh, data or anything. This is up to you. This is what you see. This is what you're watching. This is what you're following. And y- you know baseball. 
Jim uh, in Chicago on the Odyssey app, our friend Jim. Jim, what's going on? Oh, man, what a great night, you know. Uh, another another W, um, and, and I, I agree with you. This, this feels like a special season. I mean, to, to have our playoff run that we got going and to have, as, as we know, excruciating uh, losses in the last three years, but to the eventual World Series champs, which, again, just tells me at some point we're going to break through. So I, I really feel like it's this year. This year, it's, it's off to a great start. Council's been a great manager for us, and I, I just feel like it's all coming together. It, it seems like they're, they know. You know, you listen to Council, you listen to some of these players, and, and there's a general feel and a, and a sense that I get that they know what's what. They know what they've got. They know what they have to do to get there, and they're they're going through all the things that a World Series champion go through, and that's going through the grind of all of this. Someone mentioned, uh, you know, injuries. I think Marshall mentioned you got to stay healthy. That's certainly true, but it's also going through these hot spells, and it's going through Jim. I know, I know, you'll be you'll be following just about every pitch, rolling your sleeves up starting Monday. I don't want to skip over tomorrow's game, but. Quite frankly, uh, they should win that game tomorrow. Let's let's face it. But it's still a baseball game. But I can't wait for Monday. This is 11 games in 10 days into San Diego, into St. Louis for a big four-game set, and then into Chicago for four, including a doubleheader. That's 11 games in 10 days all on the road. That, to me, I'm really digging that. I really am. I'm, I don't fear it. I think it's a great test. And again, what did they do in the last nine game road trip? I was looking for, I felt the same way. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what they do on the road. They didn't look great, but they ended up four and five. Not, I mean, in fact, you could say that they played really bad collectively through nine games and then they still went four and five, Jim. Oh, I agree. And, and that's just it. I think that road trip and this road trip, you break at 500 or right around 500. Yep, because, like, yep. as you had said earlier, we get to the end of the season. Go look at that September schedule. We end up with nine home games at the end of the year. And that's incredible. So Yeah, it's like it's like twenty real- of the, the twenty of their last twenty five or something something really, really weighted at home. Twenty of twenty five, twenty one of twenty six, something like that is at home here. That 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 could prove to be big. Exactly. And, and speaking of being at home and talking about where you want to sit, so my son and I like to start up at the 200 level, like, like Evan, uh, just, just because my, my son's the ball hawk, so he generally gets a foul ball at some point in that game. But, but then, as you are well know, Tim, I, I'm, I'm a sneaker, and uh, we do our best to work our way down close, and we've gotten down to the second, third row from time to time. But I will say, it's become a little tougher in the last couple of years. But uh, um, it, there's something special. I, I actually saw a walk-off. Uh, hits against the Cubs. I think it was about four years ago on a Friday night. We got down to the third row, and I'm watching that thing right from behind home plate. Oh, it was man. an awesome experience. That, that's just it's just nothing like it. Everyone should experience that at some point. Jim, thanks for the call. Everybody should experience that view of this game because you know TV and being in in the lows level or. Uh, you know, the nosebleed or whatever. It's nice to be in the park. Don't get me wrong. And we should be grateful. And, and certain people are in better situations than others. But 
just to be in there is, is kind of cool. But everybody should experience that that view because you just don't realize how fast this game is at times. Well, and Tim, you know that my friends and I, we like to experience different ballparks. We've gotten to, I think, eight or nine, and we're going to two this summer for mm-hmm. that are new. And we try to get as close to the, the field as possible because that that is the best way to watch a game if you can swing it because those tickets aren't cheap. It's safe to say they're not cheap. But you, like you said, you get to see the speed of the game. You get to hear the interaction of the players. You get to be a part of the interaction with the players. But it also, it's just baseball is a different game when you're watching it from 20 feet away yeah. as, a, as opposed to 200 feet away. No question. Same rule applies to football. You know, we, we're so used to watching football from a distance. I remember years ago, the first time I got to see, uh, you know, both both these sports up close. And, and you could throw basketball in there, too. But football, you just don't realize how damn big these guys are and how fast they are. And how hard they hit each other, especially it's, on the offensive line. And, and the same thing with baseball. You just don't realize how fast this game can go at times. I mean, it is nanoseconds of reaction time. I wish everybody could at some point. And that's why I've, I've, you know, I've brought this up. It's been a few years since I brought this up uh, as, as a conversation piece. But, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised that the Brewers wouldn't, or stadiums in general, you know, you look down at a group of um, 10, 15 seats down there, and they're, they've been sitting empty the entire game. And to not you know, have some sort of system to where you can you can move down and utilize those seats, say, I don't know, fifth, sixth inning. And I, I, I'll cite this example. This wasn't that long ago. This was probably 2019, 2018 range. I was at a game. I had the night off. I was just going just to have a few beers. You know, I don't get to do that very often uh, for obvious reasons. And we, I don't know where our original seats were, but I, I like to have a little room to breathe a little bit. So we went way down the left field line, Evan, way just almost to the final section there. And there was, gosh, there had to be 30 seats open, just an enti- almost the entire section open. And we just sat down. We just sat down in the last, I think, three rows of this empty set. It's not like we went all the way down to the front railing or anything. We didn't even come close. It was literally in the back. And an usher, and I don't want to rip on these guys, but I'm just telling you what happened. And an usher um, had said, hey, you got tickets? And I'm like, there's no one around here. We just want to sit because I had a big plate of nachos is what I had. And that's, I don't want to spill on someone. You know what I'm saying, right? Oh, of course. And you're, you're <laughs> yeah, talking to a large individual in Evan. But I just wanted a little room to, to have my nachos and just chill and have a beer. And, and he literally made us get up and go back. Go, go You got to say, hey, buddy, you got to sit in your own seats. I'm like, man, please, I just want to sit here and have my nachos. There's nobody around us. There wasn't anybody within eight rows of us. And no Three one, rows behind was the concourse. If there's ever a place that's going to be empty in AmFam, it's not the 400 level. It's the corners. It's the, the corners, 100 right. level corners. And maybe there's a reason I'm not I'm not thinking about. Maybe For me, it would liability. be the foul balls. Well, maybe it's a liability reason. Maybe you know there's some 
litigation issues if, if you were to happen to get hurt and you weren't in your seat? I don't know. Just guessing. John, uh, we'll get you in here before the break at 799-1250. Does it seem like a special season to you, number one? And number two, where do you like to sit at AmFam? Hey, Tim, how you guys doing tonight? More important how you are, you know that. Oh, really good. Um, well, my seats are between, uh, like, uh, it's on the third base line, but it lines up with, like, the pitcher and that. So I like just being where I can see the pitcher good. Um I think it's a special season. I think we have more experience after, you know, playing the Braves last year. And also, isn't it something how the mighty have fallen when you think of we played Washington in the 2019 playoffs and how they've fallen off of all their player defections they've lost? It's a good point. It's a good point, and it makes you reassess these uh, uh, two words, sustained success. Correct, correct. And when you say that, I say David Stearns. Just really quick, I don't have that much tonight. I've been busy, Tim. But what I was going to tell you is I just love the small guys in the lineup, our boys, Urias and Keston Hira. And not to get ahead of myself, but Kest Daddy with the two-run single, that can only add to the confidence after hitting the uh, grand slam the other day yes. to win the game. And, and one other thing, Tim, let me know when you want another game. Uh, I got a game sitting for you. So just you can let Evan know whenever um, I'll call in again soon. You can let me know. John, take care John of you, you rock. I had such a great time in those seats. I want to tell you that. I mean, it was, and it was such a, such a relaxer, um, man to, uh, I think it was my birthday, wasn't it? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you teach us so much, Tim, just appreciate, uh, talking and I love, uh, listening all the time. You do a great job. Just thanks a lot. Okay. Rock on, John. I look forward to meeting you. I, I really do. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll shake hands one day for sure. I'd like that. Uh, 799-1250. Yeah, that, 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 was, uh, that was super fun. But he brings up a good point. Look at this national team. And, again, there's a honeymoon period. You're seeing it. And you do see it. Look what Kansas, happened at Kansas City. Look what happened down south in Chicago. Look what's happening to the nationals. The good ones, and you're right, John. I say sustained success. You say David Stearns, and you're right on the money. Look what he's doing here. This is an every-year occurrence now. Do they come to fruition by winning a World Series? No, it's pretty obvious, no. But we go through this every year. I, I ask you guys this every year. Does it, how does this feel? Does it feel like it's going to be something cool, something special, something brewing? Every year, that's that's David Stearns in this organization. It really is. Now, will they? <laughs> again, we're, we're all flying high here. Twenty six and fourteen. I'll just leave you with this sobering note. It doesn't mean I won't get angry or you won't get angry if they lay an egg in San Diego. So just so you know, that's baseball. But overall, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of cool to be a Brewer fan right now. That's for sure. 799-1250. Brewers get the victory tonight. And this just in, Evan. Breaking news. Just got the text. The ex-wife says we can borrow her broom tomorrow. Woo! Thank God. I know that. And, and it's the lucky broom. But we have to give it back after the sweep. And she says we can, we can use it again if need be. We've used it before <laughs> this year. And it's worked. 
There was Cincinnati. There was Pittsburgh a couple of times. So hopefully that's uh, that lucky broom from the ex-wife is going to work tomorrow. She said she doesn't have to go anywhere. So she doesn't need transport. Five one. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street in Oak Creek, right here on the Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game. On 1250 AM, The Fan, Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food, awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe. Let's get you some numbers on this one, a 5-1 Brewers victory. If you're on hold, just sit tight. I'll, I'll get through this as uh, quickly as I can, and then we'll get to you guys. 799-1250. And some Twitter reaction as well as the uh, Brewers beat the Nationals. And let me just uh, say this. We, we asked, does it seem like a special season to you? Now, totally subjective question. I, I get that. Uh, but uh, it's it's a good it's a good uh, kind of conversation to have because it is totally up to you guys and you know twenty six and fourteen mark uh, that does say something here now against lefties Patrick Corbin now I can feel bad for him I, I can and I do I mean from a from a human being standpoint it was it was nice to see him get the get the loss but now that the game is over dude's zero and seven now. And leaning on a what a seven ERA, Evan? Is that where where, where he's at? Just about I want right to say now? it was like six point six. Yeah, so that's that's some tough sledding right there. And now the Brewers against left-handers, they had struggled early. Things are starting to level off here a little bit. They're now six and eight against left-handed starters. Yeah, you know, I've been focused on this uh, pretty much all season because it's an indication of a lineup. How a lineup performs against a lefty is the how you how you construct that lineup has something to do with it. Well, now things are starting to level off. So, Craig, nice job for holding firm, not being reactionary like a lot of us would be. Six and eight, and in those fourteen games, they've scored now forty-one runs total in those games. Now, again, there's some variables here that. Once the lefty leaves the game, a bunch of righties come in, et cetera, et cetera. But just all told, six and eight mark and 40 run, uh, 41 runs total scored in those 14 games. All right, we'll get to you guys. Let's check out these numbers tonight. Speaking of which, in the leadoff spot, per usual, against the left-handed starter, Andrew McCutcheon goes three for five with an RBI and a run scored. Luis Urias, two for five with an RBI and two runs scored. Christian Yelich tonight, two for five, a run scored. Hunter Renfro goes one for three with an RBI, a run scored. Mike Brasso, your five hitter, one for two with a walk. Mike Brasso is the five hitter. Think about that. Think about the names on this team. In a win. You can't argue, again, you can't argue with that batting average. What's he at now, Evan? Because 
He's holding. He's holding his own. He really is. It's up to two eighty nine with an eight seventeen OPS. He can't. I, as as much as the name itself, you're like, oh man, shoot, Brasso's your five hitter. Where's Wong? Where are these guys? Where's Rowdy? Where are these guys? Mike Brasso, but hey. That's why Craig Council has paid what he's paid. Jace Peterson uh, in late did go 0 for 1. Uh, Keston Hira tonight, 2 for 3 with 2 knocked in. Colton Wong, 0 for 3, did draw a walk. Lorenzo Kane, 1 for 4. Victor Caratini goes 0 for 4 in the ballgame. Pitching lines tonight, Brandon Woodruff, he goes 6 innings, allows 1 run on 5 hits, no walks, 6 strikeouts. 100 pitches on the button. ERA falls to 4.76. Brad Boxberger, one inning. He allows two hits, no runs, a walk, and a strikeout. Trevor Gott, one inning, no runs, no hits, one walk. And Hobie Milner in, two-thirds of an inning, no runs, a couple of hits allowed. Josh Hader, one-third in a save situation. I uh, did pitch one third of an inning clean to uh, mark the save. The Brewers get five runs on 12 hits, one error. The Nationals a run on nine hits, no errors. The win it goes to Brandon Woodruff. He uh, improves to five and two. Patrick Corbin with the loss, zero oh, and seven. Hater with the save, fifteen thirty-four thousand. Uh, plus at American Family Field to witness a Brewers victory, 26 now and 14 on the season. All right, let's get back to you guys. TC, you're up next here on The Fan. What's going on, TC? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I got to tell you, man, TC this year, it's the championship. I'm telling you. Um, I'm feeling fun. It's fun. It's fun to go to the ballpark now. Why? Because when I go there, I hear someone's hitting the ball. I don't care if it's going out. I don't care if you're you're tipping it. Whatever. (laughs) You're hitting the ball. And Kutch, Kutch is Mr. Clutch. I told you that before, and I'll say it again. Whether he's a presence in the locker room, whatever, things are going good. Now, I'm feeling bad for Locaine, but he's in the spot where he should be. And that's what I like about council. If you're not hitting well, you're either sitting out or you're dropped down in the order until you get your bat going. Yeah, and that's what we need. So, um, but yeah, for me, um, thirty-four thousand, a lot of empty seats, Tim. Um, I took pictures. I actually went down seventh inning stretch, got up, went to the bathroom, got a beer, went down. I was sitting in four twenty-nine. I like the four section uh, terrace box. Okay, so any of the terrace box, front row. I always get the front row. Okay. So I'm sitting right there, and I see the whole field. But I said, you know what? Why not? We're up five-one. I think we got this one. So I went down second row in 129, right behind the national dugout, and just sat down for a few. Just by yourself, or were you yeah, with someone? Yeah, by myself. No, I, my group was in another section, and they didn't want to come down with me. They were having fun up there, so I said, "Fine, go ahead." I said, "I'm down by myself. I'll go ahead." And, and, and nobody, and nobody said, said anything to you. No, the, the whole row was empty. The, the the next row over, the whole front row was empty. I'm like, either people didn't show up because of rain issues. I mean, I know some are afraid of COVID still, especially mm-hmm. the senior market. Yep, so yep. I don't know. I'm just saying. But, yeah, there were a lot of empty seats down well, in that maybe, I mean, maybe they're showing a little leniency on, on moving down as long as they see those seats are open from the first inning through the third and through the fifth and through the seventh. I know years ago at County Stadium, 
I don't know if this was their policy, but the gates were wide open as of like the seventh or eighth inning. I mean, you could just walk in for free at that point. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then I tell people, like, Mm. if they want to move down, if it goes past, like, the middle of the third inning, people are having fun at their tailgates. They're not coming in. So you can go ahead and sit wherever you want anyway. That's that's just that's my my play. So. Yeah, that's cool. TC, thanks, thanks for the call, man. We'll be in right, touch. You're 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 right on McCutcheon. He is a presence, and we may look back on on that signing again to be a key signing. And speaking of which, it was one year ago today that Willie Adamas was acquired via trade. Did you realize? I didn't. I was reading this morning in in preparation for tonight. I did not realize. I I, I guess I I had to have run across it at some point. I knew they were good. They were 30 games over 500 since the day they acquired Adamas. Did you realize that, Evan? Does it just it just hit me as weird like holy crap, they were 74 and 44 well, after the acquisition. I remember when we were doing pretty much a countdown at the end of the season before that struggling I guess 2 weeks to end the season of franchise record for wins above 500. So in a way, I guess I knew that. We knew that he, literally the first day that he came here was the end of that like one for 17 streak that we were in starting at beginning of May. So I think in a way, kind of subconsciously I knew, but I, I don't know if I ever really put two and two together. Exactly. And it just sort of hit home for me this morning. 30 games over 500? I mean, they do that now. Well, I don't even. I don't even want to do that math. I don't. I don't even want to go. Yeah, they add like there. a Brian Reynolds and end up one twenty four and forty eight <laughs> right. or thirty eight or something. Right. right, just a freight train. Uh, Austin uh, on the Odyssey app. You're next here on the fan seven nine nine twelve fifty. Where are you calling from, Austin? Uh, I'm just coming. I'm just outside of uh, DC in uh, Northern Virginia here. So okay, um, okay, gotcha. Born and raised in Wisconsin, though. Um, big big Brewers fan. I, I, I always follow them here. I li- love listening to you guys. Um, you know, regarding, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's always, you know, the last couple of years have been fun. And, you know, I remember a caller talking about that wild card game against the Nationals. I was, I was at that game and that was a heartbreaker. So it's always good to, to, to beat up on the Nationals when you can here. Um, you know, it, it, my, I, I'm a big believer is you, you, you play you play the people that are on your schedule and um, it's, you know, and and you take it, you know, that's, that's how you approach it. And, um, you know, I, I'm also a big believer that, you know, you win, you win, you you should be, you should win within the division, right? The division Mm -hmm. is, is, is your ticket into the playoffs. Um, That's why I'm kind of a little upset next for next year, how they have what you play. I think you play everybody once. Yes, and you and you really you really lose those games within the division. Um, not a huge fan of that. I, I I really believe you know you win the division, you should be rewarded. You know, going to the playoffs and even kind of like you know taking a look at it now, it's you know I, I'm I'm keeping my eye on the East and the and the, and the West right now and seeing what the Dodgers and the Mets are doing to to make sure that we can at least beat one of those guys out so we don't have to worry about the initial wild card round. Now That's right. With the That's expanded right. playoffs. With with um, the expanded playoffs, it's it's vital now. That 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 right? that's why it's not a bad thing that you're 
you're you're eating up these victories against subpar talent. Oh yeah, no, I mean very true. And I mean I'm looking ahead here, you know, against the the the, the, the Padres and, and the St. Louis series, and you know that St. Louis series is going to be really fun because you're going to have Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns all pitching in that series. Yeah. So that's going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm actually I plan on going to uh, when the when the Brewers are in town here uh, against the Nationals that weekend in June, and then uh, I'll be there. In my, oh, oh, really? Yeah, I'll there be there go. for Saturday for a Josh Bell bobblehead. Good. Evan's oh, buying yeah. you a beer. Evan's buying you Evan, a beer. We, so Evan, we should meet up, man. <laughs> I'm. Go. You know what? I'm down. Yeah, right. so what so when we let you go here, Evan's just gonna put you back on hold, sit tight, and you guys can can connect and have a beer. Yeah. No, it sounds good. And um I'm actually also going uh end of July, buddies of mine we're gonna go up to Boston and we're gonna do the uh Fenway series. Oh beautiful. So, Man, that um, but yeah, no, are... I'm 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 always with you guys, you know, uh even though here I'm on the east coast. So um uh let's let's make it let's make it happen this year. Austin, we'll talk again all summer long. I appreciate that. And, and yeah, you, I, again, you guys are so lucky you get to do that. A lot of people don't get that opportunity to see these, to travel, number one. It's, it's it, tough economic times. I mean, have you looked at uh, airfare these days? My goodness. Not fun. Oh, man. I'm trying to get to Vegas here as soon as I start feeling a, a little bit better. And I, I just... I don't know if I can uh, exercise uh, that financially. I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Now, you guys, man, you're you're pretty lucky you get to do that. Uh, we are going to hear from Craig Council. If you guys want to jump in here, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. As the Brewers get the uh, victory tonight, five to one, and it was a uh, Woody that this was more of a feel good outing. I thought more than anything else for Woody. He uh, make no mistake. He hasn't been pitching up to his own expectations. Believe me. Let alone you know the organization. But you know, this uh, a feel good six innings, five hits, just the one run allowed, and getting that ERA into sort of respectability. So he he gets on a roll here, and they really need him. Next couple of starts now, on this road trip, especially. Um, this is this is going to be uh, this is going to be fun, but still some some work to do tomorrow. They've got the uh, final game, but and we still have a lot to get to tonight. We'll get to Craig Council. He's got to be pretty pleased. Brewers stacking up victories, twenty six of the first forty going to the win column. You uh, extrapolate that math, prorate it out. You're looking at one hundred and four point seven two five six victories. I just made that up, but it's probably somewhere in the park. Give me the uh, first there. 20 numbers of pie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't even go there. Council next right here, 1250 AM, The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. victory. The Brewers take game two of this three-game weekend set, and uh, attendance still holding strong on this homestand. So that is that is a good sign. I think it's a sign that uh, you know we were talking about uh, whether or not this felt like a, a special season to you guys. 
And again, I'm not paid to uh, to sell tickets at American Family Field, although I should be. Uh, I would get some tickets uh, down the line here, and I think I think on these uh, seasons like this, going all the way back to uh, eighteen nineteen range, on these runs, I've always said that that you know, kind of earmark your schedule a little bit down the line. If if you're not going to go to a game all summer long, maybe get into the, uh, you know, early fall type season, the, the, the September games, start taking a look at that. And there's a lot to choose from, but you can always say then that you saw the World Series champion Brewers that season because you never know. I mean, at some point it, it, on, on this trajectory, it seems like at some point they will break through. Now, will it be this year? I, I don't know. That's why they're going to play the ensuing 120-odd games uh, to move forward. But uh, we asked this on Twitter whether or not it, it, it feels like a special season. Completely subjective. Yes, no, or too early to tell. And Evan, some, uh, some Twitter feedback tonight. And I have to say I'm slightly surprised with the results. I'm not and you know, unmad surprised or happy surprised, but forty nine percent, the leading vote getter said that it's still too early to tell. Okay, which fair I, enough. I figured it would be reactionary, but then the positive thing is thirty nine percent say yes, this feels like a special season. Only twelve percent say no. Uh, people like Brew Crew, he says, if we take three of four from the Cardinals coming up, it definitely will. That series could be for the division which I agree. Brock and SB says they're really good, no doubt. Maybe it's just the fact that I feel like every year I'm let down that has me saying we're good, <laughs> but. Right. Uh, and Enrico says with this offense, no. Uh, Keston Revenge Tour says I have the feeling in my gut, Tim. This year and team is special. It's time. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure it's time. I, I will say that. But just a, a little something to think about down the line. You mentioned Keston Hira. Uh, looks better at the plate. We knew that before he was sent uh, down. That s- something did look much better with Keston Hira's approach there uh, at the plate. Just down the line here, when Willie Adamas is activated, they have decision time coming. Because you, you, you have to keep in mind, Mike Brasso was sent down earlier this year. So can Keston Hira be, be the guy that, that has holding power? More conversation on that for sure. Uh, as as the season moves along and and the near future too, but I cannot wait. We'll we'll button this up with Craig Council in a second here. But after tomorrow's win, I hope um, this road trip, San Diego for three, St. Louis for four, Chicago for four. Uh, let's ask the question. Maybe we'll ask this same question in. Uh, well, what would that get them to? About June 1st, I think. Right in there. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And so we'll we'll ask this question again around the uh you know, new month as you flip the calendar, middle third of the uh 22 championship season. 5-1 Woody, I don't think uh, the changeup was uh was working tonight and the other thing was this right Evan and we'll check it out. Um they had five of their 12 hits tonight were on the first pitch of the sequence. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if I noticed that. I think they did. McCutcheon's was definitely first pitch. 
But it's it's to me it's something new. The ambush. Urias uh, was on the first pitch in the okay. so the first two hitters, <clears throat> first two pitches by Corbin was a home run and a base hit. Two, two hits and a run, right? And the first two, I want to say Brasso's hit was was a first pitch, but we'll check it out. That I don't notice that as much with Brewers baseball offense. Just that ambush. We see it happen a lot of times against the Brewers, but uh, they were super aggressive tonight, that's for sure. Uh, Josh Hader did get some work in, and just to, just to let you know, I'm not sure he's going to be available tomorrow. This is just me speculating. This is how I would have handled it. And, Evan, you and I talked about it right around the sixth or seventh inning, that it might behoove this team to get Hader some work tonight Sit him tomorrow, and you hate to do that. Hate you hate to look ahead, but sit him tomorrow, off limits tomorrow, and you could have him minimum two of those three games in San Diego starting Monday, and figure maybe two or three of the games in uh, St. Louis. He should be fresh and ready to go. Hadn't pitched until tonight since Monday, so he had uh, essentially you know what five days off. You had to get him some work at some point, but if if I were you know writing the script, I probably wouldn't have wanted to use him tomorrow because of this you know this daunting schedule coming up, and it's a sort of a dangerous testing of the baseball gods when you mess around like that. But I would have taken the gamble on it, and maybe that's what what happened tonight that they were going to get him some work. Maybe it was Hobie Milner got himself into trouble late, and there there was. The tying runs on deck. Safe situation. Let's go to our guy. And quite frankly, this may, may be all a bunch of hogwash, and, and if it's a 3-2 game tomorrow in the ninth inning, maybe Council goes right back to Hayter, and we'll worry about Monday on Monday. It's, 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 it's a possibility as well. I'm just telling you the way. Uh, I would have handled it. All right, let's hear from Craig Council. Brewers get the victory tonight, 5-1. Yeah, I mean, I think Woody pitched well tonight. I mean, this is what quality major league starters do. They, um, you know, they, they they take it and they make adjustments as they go. And um, I thought he found some things tonight. Um, velocity was great, like the whole game. I held it, like kind of threw pitch 100. Um, I thought his last inning was excellent. Um, so good, really good, very good start. He's kind of had a tough time getting deep into games this year. So how nice was it to see him go through that part of the order that he did? Look, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, you know, Gordon had a good at bat where he kind of made him work for, um, 10 or 11 pitches. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, he, he they made him work a little bit, but, you know, six strong innings and, and did a nice job. Your right-handed hitters kind of drove the bus against Corbin, didn't they? So they got contributions from a bunch of them. Yeah, I mean, we did. We just did a great. We did a really nice job in the first inning. You know, jumped on somebody. Um, you know, right, right, kind of before they get settled in. Um, and the, the first four hitters took great swings. Um, you know, and that that gave us a two nothing lead right away. Um, and then, yeah, we 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 put together a nice rally again, and, and Keston cop tap. Um, capped it off with, with the big hit. That that two out hit with the bases loaded is a huge one there. Uh, but getting there, Bras had a nice at bat to walk, and um, Hunter took advantage of the shift a little bit. So um, that that was a big inning for sure. 
seemed like they all had success on the fastball too. Yeah. Was that part of the plan? Yeah, I mean, look, well, Corbin's got a good slider, and uh, that's that's a tough pitch to hit. Um, it's one of those guys where don't miss the fastball. Um, you're gonna, you know, that's the pitch that you want to get. Um, he's aware of that, but he's got to sprinkle in a little bit. Um, but you're right, we did a nice job against the fastball. And I think that's really important against Patrick Corbin. You have a better start to a game than then Leecho had today. Three great plays defensively, yeah. the first one, and then nice hit. Yeah, he, he played just all around good game tonight, right? A affected us uh, defensively and, and with the bat. Um, Playing the first was brilliant. Um, you know, just gets Woody back in the dugout with kind of an easy inning. Um, he, he, had, he had a couple of nice plays, so um, great all around game. How nice is it to see that from him defensively, especially at short taking over? Yeah. Really after, you know, last well, it's, it's a big, you know, when you lose Willie, that was obviously big. And, um, you know, we chose next man up there. Um, and he's played the last, let's see, eight games there now. Is it eight or? No, it's only five. Maybe five. Sorry. Uh, five and six, five or six. Um, so it's it's important. He's going to be the shortstop, and for him to play well and gain confidence at, at that position is important. Was Hernandez Box's last hitter? Uh, I think it was the eighth. Uh, not necessarily. No. Soto coming up. Not necessarily. How big was it to get that out? Not let Soto. Yeah, I mean, I think you look and and, and anytime you have a player like that on the other team, it's you know you don't want them up i mean that's that's about bringing josh in there and trying not to let soto hit there uh so it's the same thing and hernandez had a nice at bat i mean he, he had some tough foul balls and i think i think box left the strike zone because he kind of got him in swing mode there um and, and made a good pitch on him but but box had a good inning i mean it was just kind of some some ground balls that unfortunately found holes um and, and got in trouble a little bit for, for Andrew to miss, you know, 10-11 games and yeah. come back with three hits. Is that good to see just that the timing is right on? Yeah, not, not, not surprised. I think, I don't think Andrew's a guy that I think he was capable of that. I think the first night was, you know, just seeing, seeing the live arm again. But, um, I mean, that's that's why I let him off tonight. I was confident that he was he's going to be back on it after having, after having getting four at-bats the night before. So, yeah. Um, just doing his thing, and, and we're going to count on him. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. You know, if you caught the show yesterday, you do uh, you did hear that I, I did partake in the 5 o'clock Steakhouse home grill kit, and uh, I made that on Thursday night. Had the rest of the steak. See, it was two meals. I'm just saying. 5oClockSteakhouse.com is where you want to go. Just give it a sample, and I think you'll like it. Uh, definitely the seasoning. All right, call of the game. We've got a couple here for you. You just heard Craig Council talk about uh, Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon, his second leadoff home run this season, 20th of his career, bottom of the first. 
Fastball slider combination. First one to McCutcheon, a swing and a line shot out to deep right. Way back is Soto. Instant offense for the crew. It's one nothing. There it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin, and we'll bookend the final couple of runs for the Brewers. A twofer tonight with our calls of the game, and that would be fifth inning as uh, Keston Hira was in the box with the bases juiced. Line drive, base hit left field. Yelich is in. Here comes Renfro. He'll score. Another first pitch knock for the Brewers. Yep, fastball by Patrick Corbin. He has made a lot of mistakes with that pitch today. Yeah, verified in tonight's game, five of the hits for the Brewers' 12 uh, were first pitch hits, and four of those five knocked in runs. Is that is that what you 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 yeah. deciphered here? The only Brewers scoring play today that didn't come on the first pitch was Hunter Renfro's sack fly in the first inning. <laughs> but there were also a ton of hits that came on like a 1-0 count. I, yeah. One of uh, Hunter Renfro's hits was a 1-0 count today. Well, and Corbin's, uh, Patrick Corbin's pitch count was in really good shape uh, because of that, because all the action was happening early. It's just something different. I hadn't noticed that. Maybe, it, maybe it's happened in other games uh, over the recent years. The, the old ambush on the attack mode, I've seen it in, uh, in some innings and some rallies. Really not throughout a game like that where they were just jumping early. And I've seen seen it a ton against Brewers uh, pitching. It's like, guys, don't you know first pitch fastball? Yeah, I get the importance, but right now they're, they're attacking that. We've seen that a lot, but the Brewers take advantage of that from Patrick Corbin. And I do feel bad for him, 0-7, right around a 6.5 ERA thus far uh, this season. And... Didn't he sign a big deal just a few years ago? Just Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, that's that's a big one. It's just it's risky. Uh all of this all of it is risky. I mean, let's let's face it. Well, Tim, uh, they only owe him about 70 million over the next 3 years. That's not as bad as I thought. It's Honestly, certainly not great, though. Not not great. Actually, it's about $80 million over three, if that changes it. Maybe. <laughs> now you're starting to lean on it. It's a good $25 million a year for the next three. Wow. That, that's so goes sports, man. But you, uh, you do have a World Series, a recent World Series ring there in uh, D.C. So, you know, some of that is the fallout of getting the World Series title. We are going to hear from uh, Andrew McCutcheon uh, after the break and uh, a little bit of Brandon Woodruff as well. You seem to recall a couple of starts ago for Woody. I, I, I had heard him as down in the dumps as I've ever heard him. Now I wonder what it's going to be today. I'm sure. That, to me, this was a feel-good victory, a feel-good outing for Brandon Woodruff. We'll do that next as we hear from the pros it's all part of Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen and a Brewers 5-1 to one win. They won 5 of 6, and at the quarter turn, a 26-14 mark. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. 
The acquisition of Willie Adamas one year ago today got the Brewers going. The acquisition of Andrew McCutcheon this season, well, story to be uh, continued, but it certainly has worked out thus far. Uh, after the Brewers' 5-1 victory, McCutcheon a 3-for-5 night at a homer, double, single, triple, shy of the cycle. That would have been sweet. Uh, he caught up with uh, Sophia Minert on Bally Sports Wisconsin shortly after the win. Andrew, you had missed 11 games, just activated again yesterday. Today, 3-for-4, you jumped all over that first pitch. Was that part of the game plan today, is just ambushing the fastballs from Patrick Corbin? Just be ready to hit. That's it. That's uh, that's all I'm trying to do. And uh, I was able to put a good swing on the first pitch of the game. Three hits for you today. Good to see the timing come right back to you after missing the time while you were on the COVID IL. Yeah, it's getting there. So uh, good good day for me today. Good day for all of us as a as a whole. So uh, yeah, it'll keep coming around. And uh, just just happy to be back in here. How have you seen the offense kind of come together top to bottom? Luis Arias has been great, had another home run tonight. But do you see the pieces of this offense coming together? Yeah, that's what makes us dangerous. So uh, top to bottom, guys can swing it. So you can't breathe in this lineup. And, uh, you know, that's what makes us a complete lineup. And uh, we're able to show that today. And we're able to show that yesterday as well. There he is, Andrew McCutcheon, after the Brewers' 5-1 victory. in the offense, guys, I, I know the perception is that you know, it's been struggling or scuffling a little bit uh, thus far this season. I, I, you know, they they will even get better, and I don't think it's as bad as we sometimes perceive it to be. And you guys watch it, and I understand, and you can make your own judgment, but um, they're better than we think. They really are. And and get healthy and get rolling. They're, and Craig Council talked about that yesterday. It's just... Uh, the the chemistry seems to be getting there, and and you just heard McCutcheon just say, "Hey, you can't breathe through this lineup." I must say though that for those that didn't hear about it, Mike Brasso was your five hitter today. You can make light of that if you wish, but his two eighty nine batting average will will spit right back at you, <laughs> Tim. When you say Mike Brasso. Cynically is your five hitter. You just never know in this game, man. You never know. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, a feel good outing is the way I would dub this as uh, he goes six innings of one run ball. I don't think it was as sharp as we're used to seeing him, but he had to feel a lot better after this performance. Here he is after the game. I think just executing a little bit better. I think um, I think I'm getting to a point now with my delivery where I'm feeling more comfortable. Um, I feel like I'm moving the way I should be. And um, in turn, that helps take the command up a little bit. And I think once I can do that and then just reading swings a little bit better, and I think a combination of all that has kind of helped out. So um, nothing, nothing groundbreaking, just getting into the season. And it's such a long year and just trying to make pitches. That's all I'm trying to do. Craig said that the velocity stood out tonight of just being able to sustain it. Was that something that you felt on the mound? Um, it's been, the, I think, the first time it's been that way in a little while. Um, so that's a that's a good sign. Um, yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, that sixth inning, I was able to, the timing was good. And um, I did notice that I was able to, to hold the velo a little bit, and which is nice. But, um, 
I still had to execute some pitches, and I was able to do that and get through the sixth. And uh, defense was, I mean, they don't strike out much. So my goal was to come out and, and try to get ahead and get them swinging and, and get some action going, and, and the defense played great tonight. So um, that's how you get through those innings and um, don't get the your defense on their heels and try to work fast, and that's what I was trying to do. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Craig Council's workday is done. He's from here, and he lives here. Time for Craig's Ride Home. His radio just might be on 1250 AM, The Fan. Do you feel the need to let him know what's on your mind? I know we do. Could happen. Never know. Craig Council lives here, works here, flipping around the dial. Yeah, might be wanting to hear what you guys have to say. But just in case, maybe he is listening. We just want to just say a quick couple of things on your ride home, Craig. Uh, congrats on the victory tonight. Team seems to be rolling. Team uh, definitely big picture. Now I'm I'm going to have some issues with lineups here and there. I'm going to have some issues with some performances, some strategy here and there. But I will say this: big picture through 25 percent of the season here, 26 and 14. You just you, there's nothing to sh- you can't shoot holes through that record. It's 26 and 14. I don't care who you played. I don't care if you played. Uh, Pittsburgh, Washington, and Cincinnati for all 40 games. It's still 26 and 14. Big league victories, a big league record uh, through the first 25% of the season. I'll, I'll applaud that. And, and it appears to be something special cooking in Milwaukee. Evan, what do you have? Well, to just piggyback off that a little bit, Craig, it's like they always say you play the people who are on your schedule. You can't control who you play necessarily. All that matters is that you show up against the teams that you need to show up against, and that includes the teams that struggle. So, And you're doing that. So I think big props need to be given to you. Uh, also, don't look now, but you're under 10 wins away from being the mo- the winningest manager in Brewers history. Countdown is on, Mr. I just, Council. I, I feel like I we need to – nobody's talking about that. We need to talk about that more. So I got you, Craig. I will I will spearhead the campaign for that. Just, countdown on. Just give me a call. I, I can work something out. And speaking of calls, we have this – your ride home – what I need you to do is on Tim Allen's ride home, I need you to call him and say, Tim, I'm the manager. I know what I'm doing with Shut Mike it. Brasso hitting fifth in the lineup. I know what I'm doing. Nana, nana, boo, boo. We're 26 and 14. No doubt. No and doubt. I would pay so much money, Craig, to hear you say nana, nana, boo, boo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... You know this this whole baseball thing. It, it it humbles your your opinion. You know what you can you can feel as strong opinion uh, as you can possibly possibly be, and and all of a sudden you're like, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. And then you no, see it doesn't work like that. It just it you there seems to be a no brainer at times where you set this lineup, let them play, but then you throw McCutcheon in against lefties leading off, and you're like. Ah, can we just leave it alone for a second here? Colton goes three for five, triple shy of the cycle, and a catalyst behind this victory tonight. That's for sure. 
Tomorrow, it's game three. Uh, again, if you missed it, breaking news, my ex-wife said we could all use her broom tomorrow to sweep the Nationals out of American Family Field. That's nice of her to do that again. Uh, pitching matchups for game three. We'll see a familiar foe in Aaron Sanchez taking the mound for the Nationals. Two and three with a 7.94 ERA. Absolutely getting killed on the season. He'll be going up against Freddie Peralta, fresh off his seven scoreless against the Braves. Uh, three and one with a 3.5 ERA on the season. Yeah, he's uh, t- tomorrow is a, a telltale because the, then the next start after tomorrow for Freddie is going to be in St. Louis. And man, I, I just I cannot wait uh, to get to get going again tomorrow. I mean, it's another Brewers game. We can celebrate another Brewers victory, and then we can get uh, get going on that uh, big road trip. Wow, things are starting to get a little good around town here. All right, that's going to do it for us uh, tomorrow. It's Game Three, one ten first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Gene Wagner Plumbing post game show presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street in Oak Creek. Thanks for listening tonight. For Evan Heffelfinger, yes, that is his name. My name is Tim. You guys have a great night. See you tomorrow and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.